0: Oh, we got a good show today. We got a good ass show today. Lined up it's a Junkland Podcast. My name is Sean. And over there, and we're both wearing orange hoodies today. What's going on? You're wearing orange and I'm wearing yellow that's kind of leaning towards orange. Yeah, like a like an
1: autumn autumn kind of jumper. An autumn
0: orange. An autumn orange. A
1: lovely morning. You wake up. It's a crispy cold. Uh, you don't have to defrost the car windows, Not but there's a slight little frost, moist dampness on, on them. Yeah. And you go outside and it's that kind of yellow that Sean's got in his jumper in the sky.
0: And you'll never see that because you'll listen to us talking. there's no way of... Yeah. What a shit introduction to the Junkland podcast. But you know what? We're going to roll with it. We're going to go. Um, you might notice my voice is a bit raspy. There's a bit of a raspiness to it. Ra, ra, raspiness. Raspberry. Raspberry. Raspiness. It's because vocals. I've got a bit of a cold. It's not coronavirus. It's not the coronavirus. It's just a bit of a cold, a bit of a seasonal flu. Usually when the weather changes, I wake up... Um, I'm all I'm all stuffed up. I'm coughing. Give it one of Yeah, so if you hear any of that, I do apologize. I will try and keep it down to a minimum. But um, yeah, symptoms of the flu, not of the coronavirus. 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 Speaking of the coronavirus, actually, no, before we delve in, if you listen to this podcast, which I assume you are, because obvious um hit subscribe hit follow on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts wherever you listen to this podcast right now um hit that follow subscribe button help us out and yeah thank you very much we love our listeners here at the Junkland podcast every one of you except for you in particular who's listening right now you we don't like stuck you very traffic. much stuck in traffic shaking your head at the car in front doing this rolling your eyes my say it's got bloody happen to me bloody me that, that's You you don't know where I'm going to go with this (laughs) now, don't you? Remember this, people. If you're ever in traffic and you think, why is this happening to me? Humble yourself by knowing that you are not stuck in traffic. You are traffic. You are a part of traffic. When that M62 is clogged up, 300 plus cars, you are not just one in a... I was going to say one in a million, one in 300. You are part of the organisms that make up traffic. You are part of the cause, the fault. So... It annoys me when people say, I'm stuck in traffic. And it's not the only thing that annoys me, which is going to take us on to our new segment, which I like to call uh, things that annoy Sean. Should and we call it be a long, long, old list. <laughs> no, because there are a lot of things that annoy me, and quite often it's things that I shouldn't let get to me, but I do, and I always voice it, and you're always shaking your head in the corner. Ergo, the other night I went for some pizza. Oh, yeah. Double pepperoni, please. Yeah, I had that as well, so quadruple pepperoni Stop. across two separate pizzas. So, yeah. And uh, your missus, who is a stuff, uh, a stuff eater, a fussy eater. Oh, yeah. Doesn't eat anything unless it's sort of plain chicken. Plain chips. Plain chips. Um, very fussy with her burgers. McDonald's own where she orders a pizza. Now, I've heard her order a pizza before and it annoyed me once, but I won't get away with it again. And you said, as I pulled her up on this, you said, I knew this was coming tonight. She orders a cheese pizza, a margarita pizza. Margarita. But she always says, can I have a cheese and tomato pizza, please? And then it got me thinking. People do call it a cheese and tomato pizza. And there's no need to call it a cheese and tomato pizza. You wouldn't order a meat feast and tomato pizza. You wouldn't order a a fucking chicken mushroom pizza tomato. you, you You don't need to say tomato the tomatoes are given. You wouldn't say, can I have a cheese, tomato, and pizza dough pizza, please. And you were dreading that because you knew I was going to bring it up. I did. kind of looked at thought.
1: for, for fuck's sake.
0: It's a thing, though, isn't it? Well, it's not a thing. It's the thing that annoys me. I get annoyed by that. So I obviously pulled her up on it. She gave me the finger.
1: Yeah. Kind the, of like,
0: fuck you, Sean. Fuck you. Fuck you, Ronnie. And yeah, which then kind of like, so it got me thinking, actually, that's quite funny. That why well, I find it funny. I like to complain. You do like to complain. I do like to complain.
1: I mean, it takes nothing away from your life. It doesn't make anything no. any more difficult or no.
0: It's simply just- By correcting that, I'm not doing the world any favors. Mm. No one's life is being made easier. I'm not saving anyone from tyranny. I'm not doing anything good. I'm just feeding my own sense of self-importance, which I have in abundance. I am the most important man alive. In your life? In most people's life. <laughs> There's another one that annoys me. I think I brought this up on the podcast before. There's a saying in England. It's not a saying in England. It's a thing English people say when they're, they're, sort of, they're telling a story of an argument that they've had or they've been in work. It's usually women that say it as well. It's like a woman's phrase more than anything. And uh, they'll be like, yes, you? they'll be telling you a story. I was arguing with a girl at work. And anyway, she says this, that, and the other. So it turns around and it says. And it's always, So we're turned around and it says. So we're turned around and it says. So I turned around and I says, "She was over there." And I turned around and I was like, "Why, why, why are you having these conversations with your back?" So then like, "Why do you always turn Just, around?" What ads like, "Why?" Did...? So I turn around, I span a full circle, and I says, "Where, where's that come from?" So we turned around and I said, "Listen, bitch, you, you don't get own out of my me. fucking face. You don't, you don't own the rotor. You might be doing a rotor this week, but it's not your rotor. You're not the queen of the rotor. You know the kind of basic work argument that people get themselves into." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Might be my supervisor, but you ain't my daddy. So he's got the hands going, it has got the head wobbling. Yeah, just giving it all the sass, fingers clicking. And
1: it's always people who are probably not really got it in them to give all attitude where they turn around and they say this, they probably say no, it in yeah. sort of a polite way. Yeah. I'm, you know, just exaggerate a story for, for effect. Yeah. So he says all badass.
0: Oh, bad. I used to work at a girl who's just like a, a, a known liar, just used to lie. Like every everything out of my mouth was a lie. And... um, but these lies were so ridiculous that like you could just easily catch them out. And at first, kind of, you, you, you know when you like sort of around a liar, like at first, you just you let them get away with it, don't you? You're like, okay, yeah, I don't know. And you, you just let it go. Just try to get your shit through. And then it gets to a point, and you kind of like, I'm going to have to start pulling these motherfuckers up on these lies. And this person that I worked with once, um, not like, nice girl, you know what I mean? Nice girl. Nice girl, not not a bad bone in the body, but I to tell lies to enhance the experience of being a friend with her you know yeah, does things away from you that she would never do in front of you like oh my god you would not believe what happened to me today what happened so anyway I was driving down the road and this girl was like proper driving at my ass so I pulled over and I fly out of my car and fly I out <laughs> <laughs> like, <Yeah! comic> <laughs> flies clean out of a car and like, and like we'll tell this story of just like this aggressive version of her that was like I've never seen before so wow you know, you not usually lie that, are you? Well, you? know, yeah. Well, sometimes you know, not today, not today. Come on. You know what? I've you don't really get evil. Road I don't get. Rage I don't get mad. Is
1: one of the most wasted emotions there could possibly just be. Getting mad if someone like, pulls in, like, in front
0: of you in traffic. You do that with your hand, don't you?
1: Yeah. Oh, what you like. Yeah. I mean, I've got a story about someone who did that once in a second. But it's like if someone pulls out on me, if they just acknowledge the fact that they've made of well, I'll sorry about that? Land like, up. Oh, yeah, yep, or I'll give you I a little. Up. Little flash, little hazard lights. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's a, no, you no, made I'm a saying.
0: mistake. you human.
1: I did it the other day, pulled in, and I thought, oh, shit, wrong. And I pulled out, and the guys coming behind me, I went, oh, that would have been my fault. Yeah. Probably could have still got compox. He came in
0: the back of me, but, um, oh, oh, cheeky. If I, I did it the one. other day. I was, I was well in the wrong. There was a, there's a street, um, narrow, too narrow for two cars to cross each other. I thought, I'm going to go now. Um, flew down a narrow gap. The other car, that was probably right-of-way was also doing the same as me and put him in a very shit situation where he had to sort of like reverse into a tight gap and he wanted to be mad at me but i just sort of did the old sorry my bad and uh it was fine yeah that's all, that's all as
1: it takes ignorance if i've like gone out of my way to let them go and you know they just drive past and like kind of look through it's like that pisses me off a little bit yeah like me just say thanks that's all you gotta do mm-hmm. um chill out but about the little hand gesture where you kind of put your hand up and, you know, palms up to go, oh, what you yeah. like? Oh, yeah. I remember uh, United-Barcelona Champions League final. Mate's come to pick me up. Football with the chaps. Um, End of the game. We're driving off round the roundabout there towards the motorway. This guy must have been steaming. Absolutely flies off the motorway. Steaming to go. I mean, mate, is like the most timidest, quietest guy ever. And that's all he did. Guy nearly killed us both clean. He's like driving out of <laughs> a stupid house. And that's all he did. So he's obviously sped off and he's pulled up on the on the next lane without us knowing. So we're just driving now, thinking, oh, that was close. Yeah. I want to drive out tonight. the night. The guy out of absolutely nowhere swerves out in his little parking spot and he's driving like completely parallel, mouthing off with his girlfriend in the car and thinking, what are you doing? Like, it was clearly your fault. It was clearly his fault. Like, none of us have even said anything. We've gone, oh, that was
0: lucky. Yeah.
1: And yeah, really, uh, yeah. got a flipping...
0: They got beaten fast and furious on us. I had a similar scenario, except it was my fault. Um, again, a roundabout scenario. There's a van coming, but I thought I've got time to go out here. It looked like it was going quite slow. Uh, give way to your right, which I should have done. Uh, I pull out. The guy was absolutely flying though. and he had to, he didn't have to break, we had to slow down quite a bit. And um, guy gets behind me and starts like comes all the way around the roundabout and starts going my direction. I look in my rear view, I see there's uh, a couple of guys in this van. Um, in a scenario in which he pulls me over, we pull over and we get out, i almost certainly got the shit kicked out of me if both of them were fancied it. So I'm driving and this guy is like, he is wanting me to stop. This guy is pissed. So he's behind me, he's giving all the hand gestures, shouting, flashing, get to this big raff in the same roundabout you're talking about. We get there, and this guy flies in front of me and slams his brakes on to stop me. So obviously, I'm not an idiot. I go around him, I drive off. And I'm thinking, this guy is going to follow me to the ends of the earth. <laughs> it's going to be like the, a war of attrition. Who has the most amount of petrol? <laughs> like, if this guy has a full tank, or if we get to a red light, he's obviously going to just jump out and keep the shit out of me. Well, there'll be a fight, you know. So um, I get on the blower. Who do I know? Who's an ad guy? Uncle David. Ah, oh, fight with me. No, I get on the phone, naming him. Obviously, shout out, David. Get on the phone, Dave. What's going on? Where are you? He goes, Oh, nothing, son. Just that your Nana's. nana lives around the corner. I'm like, Cool, tell him the story. There's a guy behind me. He's getting violent. Um, I think he's following me for a scrap. He says, Bring, oh, help. He says. <laughs> he says, Bring him here. <laughs> All right, nice. So I got brave then. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I slowed down, like, slowed right down. You know, where, when someone's at your house and you slow down, say, piss, I did that, doing like 30 or you know, 40. And I'm waving to him as if, to say, follow me. I like, follow me. The guy's like, changed now. Yeah, my <laughs> attitude has changed. Got a bit hard, uh, got a bit cocky, got a bit brave. And um, I think the guy was wise to it. He thought, I'm being led into a trap here. Guy <laughs> did kind of the U-turn and sped off. So I like to think, whoever you are, if you're a fan of the Junkland podcast, turn it off. You're not allowed to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever going to remind you of that annually. So if you were once behind somebody in... I can't remember what a car I would have been... I would have been driving your car, actually, at the time. Oh, so I'm going to be driving instantly. <laughs> pulling up at a red light. Turns to me right, not to the
1: guy goes. There he is. prick. <laughs> Two guys <jump> out <laughs> There he is. There's a
0: guy. absolutely fucking way mean. Yep. So that's a sort of... Yeah. Um, are we done with the... what? Grind? No. What, what also grinds my gears? What annoys me? There's a lot of things that annoy you. We're going to um, talk about social medias social medias. We're going to talk about Facebook. People who ask questions, they could just as easily Google. Yeah. Has anybody got a number for the local GP? Google it. The internet is has anybody a got a taxi thing. number for this area? Google it. They don't know what this lump is behind me here. Medical don't advice. Don't Google that. Medical advice. People take medical advice, though. Like They'll take it. My, uh, my child has a burning fever and... Um, yeah, is anyone not? And then some kind of, oh, it's nothing, love. Just give him a parasitic while and put him to bed. Sound nice one. Wow, well, maybe you should take him to any <laughs> Don't listen to Trish, who. My infant is transforming
1: into a zombie looking yeah. creature ah, hissing Every night. There, so going, <laughs> oh,
0: don't worry. I just give him some cowpaw That'll, uh, and a bit of pseudochrome should see that. i would be like, Talking in, um, is it tongues?
1: Like, like yeah. exorcist and that talking? Yeah. talking <laughs> talk tongues
0: with his head turning like the exorcist arms been backwards like a spider creature up the bedroom wall. Or... <laughs> I remember once um, I commented on a status someone like said the same thing about the kid and I commented on I go I don't think you should be taking the advice of these people you should probably go to a doctor some woman pops up actually I'm a nurse well you're not a doctor though I <laughs> and that's where it's like well I'm a nurse you're not a doctor are you? you're, not, you're not a doctor you, uh, I respect your profession but you're that's, not a doctor. That's like getting into yourself. Well, I'll have you know that in most scenarios, it's often the nurses who are uh, curing patients and whispering in doctors' ears and they're taking our advice. Well, I think I'm going to have to see an example of this in action. I can't take your word for it. You seem pretty hell bent on proving a point here. So uh, anything that comes out of your mouth is going to be perceived as by me to be a lie. To back up her argument, to back up a point in which you want to prove on Facebook to me a stranger. <laughs> In the New York terms, nobody. Well, yeah. very important in your own life. Yeah. And nobody to us. No. So that's it. That's it. There was a big announcement last night. Boris J. No. Bojo, J Dog, the big bonsoir. Bonsoir. Setting out some rules, talking like this. It is very important that we, as the British public, we.
1: Sound like a Canadian on um, South Park? Sound like you? a Canadian on South Park? Aye! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it, it's, on, it's going. Uh, we'll get through this. And I saw an article. Togetherness will get us through this. Well, it won't, though, no, will it? Togetherness is not what we want.
1: That's what uh, isolation is. Isolation, the not togetherness.
0: The spirit of togetherness is what they meant. They didn't put the spirit, what they said. Togetherness will get us through.
1: And he was talking about indoor sto- sports being exempt. And I said um, sort of six rule, including five-a-side football. It's not five a side football then, is it? Two a side half, football,
0: two and a half size football, or well, yeah, three yeah, side? Yeah, six and it's six max.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that means me and the boys now. have got to rally around and try and find somewhere outdoors. Now we're starting to piss down and get cold. So thanks for that, ruining my. Oh, so it's football. it's
0: outdoor sports only. Yeah, yeah. And groups of six or less. Hmm. Mm. Again, Wally.
1: Yeah. Um. Dodge
0: Uh, Kerber. Yeah. Um. Could get five
1: a side on Kerber.
0: You could play um, It Used to be a big road with a lot of space. Badminton. But mm-hmm. not in your garden because you're not allowed are you allowed a group? No, you're not allowed over houses in your garden. Or if we
1: sneak into um next door's garden and we kinda of just bat it over
0: over oh, and use the fence as a as a net. A big net. A net. I was gonna say what do you call a a woman standing in the middle of a tennis court? A net. A net. Yeah. So last week um we got a bit excited because I predicted a couple of things. The lorry incident. Buzzing, um, the shark attack, yep. And I said something about camels, oh, camels, camels in the desert, camels in the desert. And oh, nothing happened, I'm searching that, nothing of any interest in the world within a week has happened with camels in the desert. Um, which gave me the right ump. Nah, nah that was a joke that I planned earlier, didn't, didn't quite work. Did it, was,
1: it was good, that It was a good joke. Nah,
0: no, not feeling it, no, <clears throat> not feeling it. So yeah, that's things that annoy Sean and it's also the old uh, coronavirus. Which is annoying. Everybody. It.
1: Yeah. Let's actually see the the Chinese virologist, whatever she's called, whatever the job title is. Virologist. Who come out and said, um, it's basically been enhanced via labs within China and released. And she's been suspended off Twitter and stuff like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, I saw a woman say that recently. I don't
1: know what the job of a virologist is. I have no idea.
0: Um, so she's been su- suspended off Twitter?
1: Yeah. It will obviously stop a, 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 a,
0: a voice going out. Yeah. Because cause the the virus has characteristics of. You know, like uh,
1: symphonized kind of. Yeah.
0: It's crazy, isn't it? Again, but that's just stuff we're hearing. Like, do we know? Like,
1: no, she does like videos of it, like, we're not saying it. No, you know? I mean, like, oh. she's
0: saying that, but, like, do we know who? I mean, It's so hard because they could just easily discredit this woman and say she's nobody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the, why oh, if me and you said it, I'd be like, that'd be pretty gold, that'd be pretty solid information. Yeah. But it's raw, just, nope. A lot of people, um, I mean, the mask wearing stuff now, are they fining people for not wearing masks? So it's a £200 fine?
1: Yeah, I think so, something like that. Um, can irritate no, especially if you've got glasses on. My eyes are getting worse by the day. I had a um, I
0: had to put one on the other day, um, and I was eating some, I was chewing some airwaves, some you know the the proper minty chewing gum. Don't chew them while wearing a mask because the 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 menthol, <laughs> you breath goes <laughs> you up the mask us. directly into your eyeballs, and then you're you just in pure pain. Yeah. I's going a little bit red, and that's that watering. Yeah, all right, Sean? Yeah, I'm fine. You take your mask off, and then a cop comes charging over for a £200 fine in his hand. You put it back on, and he backs off. You yeah. Take- <laughs> yeah, a lot of people denying that the virus even exists these days. Um, I don't think for a second it doesn't exist. I think that's. Um, I don't think the world governments would ever be that aligned on something to like all simultaneously lie about something not existing. I certainly do think it exists. I think the numbers are massively inflated. Um, I don't think any of us know exactly. Like these numbers that you're hearing are all inconsistent. Um, some countries very few cases. Some countries massive. Uh, China, the country where it, uh, the, the origins of the virus, um, seemingly overnight, the numbers just flattened out. Oh no, everything's everything's fine now. So I don't know. As long as Finland stays.
1: Um... Also, i due to go there this Christmas.
0: I think it'll be fine.
1: Well, that one, so uh, what for that? I'll stay kaput.
0: Kaput. You, uh, who'd you book with? Tue. Oh, okay, sweet. So... A couple uh, of uh, holiday companies have um, done the old wheel spin on the Abta protection. The old spinner-oona. The old spinner So basically, Abta is like it's protecting you against... Um, stuff like... Code yeah, and all that kind yeah. Of yeah. so if you, if you lose your packet, if you lose your holiday, your package can get refunded, flights, whatever. Well, on the beach and um, love holidays, they basically bin their relationship with ABTA, meaning that they don't have to pay people out. So people who booked with them. All right, an absolute loss. All right, an absolute loss, which do not fill you confidence, does it? Because a company doing that sort of thing means they're probably um, stretched quite thin financially. Because... Doing I mean, it's like the last resort, yeah, because who's going to book holiday with a company who does that? But yeah, before. it's a bit of self deterrent, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, don't, don't fill me with confidence.
1: But obviously, with like mine being more of an airline and an online, because obviously, like it's so an actual like on the beach, obviously, they don't do the flights, it was do your booking for them, don't you? Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah, two, yeah. do the flights, and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd yeah. be
0: a safer bet, I would yeah, imagine. imagine. And plus, um, obviously, a bigger company, a lot more money behind them. Um, won't wear like, a
1: celebrity like us too, down. No, definitely not. If I got on Twitter and complained, then that's them pretty much bust anyway. <laughs> get the old Thomas Cook treatment,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll get you going there and give the CEO a good old common chokehold. I'll be pissed off if Virgin um sort of spiral off into more financial. Look like miles, have we? That's it. I've got a fucking shitload of air miles. I've actually got a free flight waiting for me. So, happens when you fly first class? You uh, rack up those. Air miles all right, fucking hell, uh,
1: Jerry McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> Who? McAllister, he's called Jerry. What's the dad called from Mom um, Malone? Do you not feel bad <laughs> while we're in first class?
0: They're all our back in coach. And he goes, Oh, yeah, yeah, he goes, oh, I'll be having a blast down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great, that. Yeah. Great reference, which brings on to our next segment. which is going to talk about films. Yeah. Films, oh. favorite film all time,
1: shoot all time, Goodfellas. Is that your favorite film of all time? True story. I've got a soft spot for the mob. Um, got a soft spot for
0: the mob I'm sure they're absolutely fucking happy to hear that. <laughs> got
1: um, you know, you got a good good role of Pesci and De Niro and um,
0: Scorsese. Did you say Scorsese. Scorsese, uh, yeah. direction. Yeah, Goodfellas. What an absolute masterpiece of a film.
1: Like it's one of the films where all my life the opening, to scene, be a gangster. opening scene gets you hooked. Yeah. Stays the same music, all the way through. Great music, yep, yeah, good music. Um, it's on for just over two hours and it doesn't feel like it's, it's awesome. boring, does it? Every time no. you
0: watch it, it's just the kind of film where you got to watch it the entire all the way through. That's and it. if you jump in halfway through, it's like go straight to the beginning and like watch it all again. Mm. Yeah, great film. Parking cars for the mafia, and then uh, there's some, quotes in there, yeah. And he uh, ends up in court. Hey, a
1: Bab Jerry <laughs> we've got um, they've got these the mailman getting his head stuck in oh the that's one of my favorite
0: scenes that you know what I love about that so the who's uh, not seen it basically the kid's getting letters sent home from school because he's not turning up because he's working with a mafia and um, they catch up with a mailman that delivers like is that the guy that delivers mail to your house <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's just doing his job not doing anything wrong and then they jump out and he's like one of the guys who grabs him by the front goes come here you fucking cacksucker <laughs> <laughs> guy's just doing his job <laughs> his job and they take him in the kitchen absolutely fucking hammer him and threaten to put him in the pizza oven that's <laughs> what about that guy just graft uh, grafting, you know what I mean minimum wage a fucking mafia guy grabs him by the front come on you fucking cack sucker
1: <laughs> that same kid helps um I was going to say an innocent man but someone who's been stabbed several times and he gets like a lot of aprons kind of like heal the wound like a good Samaritan should do Yeah. and one of the main guys of the mafia is just like waste fuck fucking throwing aprons on this guy yeah. what the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> what the fuck's
0: wrong someone needs to toughen this kid up Oh, I, mean, I love it. It's like Casino. Casino's just... It's not as good, but it is. Yeah. It's, it's up uh, there.
1: And uh, Heat as well. That's, that's a Heat. good film.
0: Is that one of your favourites? No, it's not, but it's kind of in that genre. Yeah. Because there's a conversation, my favourite bit in that film is um, De Niro and um, Pacino. Basically good guy, bad guy. Sat in a like a, a, a diner and talking like, you know, I'm the bad guy, you're the guy, good guy. You know, guys like you are supposed to chase guys like me. It's just a fucking great movie. Great is it, scene. Is it He as well,
1: where he says, um, never get attached to anything, you won't leave. Within yeah. 30 seconds yeah, when yes. he's the corner. Yes. And that, like, I don't even know why, because I'm not even a part a great, of that life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm too sentimental for that life. Yeah. So, it's class that line on it, never yeah. gets, yeah. Even in Goodfellas, when he's on the phone and he's talking to a couple of chumps who crossed him, he says, you might know who I am, but I know who you
0: are. Yeah, show yeah. you you're thinking. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Imaginary, not on the phone, you think. Oh,
0: f- yeah, one of my favorite things in Goodfellas is, um you know, the bit where Karen, his wife, yeah. Ray Liotta's wife, um, is like a friend of hers, like tries to grope her, tries to touch her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The neighbor from across the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. And he fucking pulls a gun out of his uh, belt and he's like runs over the street and the guy's like, oh yeah, because obviously he doesn't know who Ray Liotta is, he doesn't know what he's made of, and he's yeah. like, he goes, hey, you want you want to fucking go and the guy goes, bang, 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 so that's what he's fucking starts hammering his enemies yeah. <laughs> all his mates all his shit. He goes, if you come near again, you're fucking dead. Awesome! I like, to say, "The Fights" is a true story as well. I know, famous snitch. He's the original six-nine, the original snitch. Yeah, the original snitch that couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut and had to keep on getting relocated <laughs> <to> absolutely everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I suppose like my favourite films really aren't really your sort of thing. Because I'm like a Lord of the Rings guy, nerd. I'm a Lord of the Rings guy. I've got a signed Ian McKellen um, framed picture in my office with all different pictures of Gandalf and then one of them signed by the man himself. Um Guy and Mac. Got a lot of Jurassic Park memorabilia. Yeah obviously I I think like Jurassic Park probably through the original Jurassic Park though. Yeah. Jurassic World is just a fucking bad fucking bad addition to the movies. The
1: thing is though, every time they release a new one,
0: me and you get stung and we'll go touch it together and we'll come up with the same opinion. Yeah. It's absolutely devastating. Because I just they're just falling in the old trap though, aren't they? They're just trying to recycle what's already, what's already happened. Like Jurassic World. So there's two Jurassic World movies and they kind of follow the same. So Jurassic World 1, um, you know, the, the park and they have like a, the, the gate opening scene, but this time the gate's on a fucking monorail and they're in them glass ball things and- you like know, massive hamsters. Yeah, and, and and the dinosaurs like trying to break them out of it by like, trying to crush the glass. And it's almost shot for shot a copy of- um, the famous scene in the original Jurassic Park where the kids are in the car, yeah. and the T-Rex is trying to bust them out, but they can't. You know, and he ends up flipping the car upside down, and Doctor Alan Grant comes over and saves them and stuff. Just fucking amazing films. Like how many times do you reckon we've seen that film? Like, I remember having a pirated copy of that when I was, when I was a kid, and for a full summer holidays, I think every single day I would just rewind that shit and just like leave it on, just just playing all day long on on a loop. It's not um. It's not, it's not a short process You're rewinding one of them bad boys no. the yeah. thing is as well
1: the thing is as well is like even still today in 2020 the dinosaurs are still really some, yeah. some of the best CGI yeah some of the best CGI I've probably ever seen like, I mean a lot of it's pound for like pound a, a in lot terms of, it's of it's robots
0: time. like robots and prosthetics. but um, so a good example of CGI in a movie is you know where they're on the hill um, and the flock of dinosaurs. Oh, I'm not going to, Gallimimus, but no one else is going to know what that means. Right. Ross uh, Geller. And then the three of them, um, Grant and the two kids are running and they're all running past. That's yeah. all CGI. And that still looks brilliant. And it's not even, the version that you watch now isn't like a an updated version. Like a remastered. Because yeah, I think even to remaster, I don't think it'd be much better. Nah. Uh, the bit at the beginning where he says, uh, they move in herds. They do move in herds. And like he looks down and they're all by the water it's all cgi a lot of it's robots but still man, man fucking cgi quality is like it's better than some like there are some sketchy scenes in like avengers and shit that aren't as good mm. it's
1: like there's this little thing as well like in um some of the, the you know the new planet of the apes ones like where you got the monkeys swing from trees or whatever sometimes oh, you can see little glitchy type <laughs> elements to it where i oh, back really? and compare it to not glitchy, but you can just tell it's cgi it doesn't look yeah, it looks 100% like smooth. the foreground
0: is pasted onto the background. Yeah, it's just like little Yeah, because the newest um um Lord of the Apes, um Planet of the Apes movie is really good. Um oh, I love that. I love like the trilogy yeah. of films. But like the CGI and that is brilliant in the in the latest one. Some films just are like so George Lucas is George Lucas has a, a, a if if you don't know George Lucas obviously made Star Wars. Um he doesn't own Star Wars now, but he does own the company that Disney tends to go to for CGI. And his CGI work is some of the best in the world because obviously um, George Lucas and Steve Spielberg, they, Steve Spielberg, Steve- <laughs> 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 they, they they came up together. So like they, they, they jumped on each other's movies quite a lot. um, Also made it like cohesed rather than Yeah, so they're both really good because obviously they they came up together. They grew together as filmmakers. So like Raiders of the Lost Ark and stuff like each one of them um, played a part and, you know, got involved in each other's movies. And um, there are also Easter eggs in each one of their movies. Like if you really look into it, like uh, Indiana Jones, um, there's hieroglyphics on one of the walls somewhere. It's like C-3PO and R2-D2 from Star Wars. Oh, really? Which suggests that Indiana Jones exists in a world because like star wars is based in the galaxy a long long time ago so star wars is not futuristic it's actually quite ancient and happened many years before right now yeah so that kind of suggests that c3po and r2d2 have been to planet earth at some point and have been seen by primitive humans and carved into the walls and years later indiana jones has existed and just came across it randomly just lies though disney tends to a i don't know where they'll kind of he
1: a lot the awesomeness of each of his films this the in-
0: species of alien that E.T. is. Um, that species makes an appearance in one of the Star Wars movies as well. Oh really? So there's um in one of the prequel movies, there's like a like a, a Senate meeting where there's like different species of aliens at the ir are because you know they talk about politics and you know, and um there's in a bit someone says something, the Emperor says something, and everyone's like starts applauding, and it shows all the different species of aliens and sort of just like off to the left of the camera some way, so like three aliens at the same as E.T. all clapping. Oh, really? Which suggests that E.T. also exists in the same universe, which also means that Indiana Jones, E.T., Star Wars all exist.
1: In so one. they could do an Avengers type thing where they just merge all these things in together?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that would uh, entail because obviously Star Wars being based many years before E.T. and uh, modern day Earth. Could just get um, Back to the Future on it as well, and they can just zap him through. Back to the Future, yeah. I'm
1: mm-hmm. um, talking about with the that- previous film, Jurassic Park. Um, the humans actually are around closer to the T-Rex, and the T-Rex was to the
0: Stegosaurus. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, well, you told me that. It's like an interesting fact. And you know what makes it hit home? I told this same fact, but I re- remixed it a little bit, that the T-Rex exists uh, closer to the iPad than it does the Stegosaurus which is ridiculous. So like when you ridiculous. watch Jurassic Park,
1: they're all mingled in together, even or our office, You just all assume that they all walk yeah. to Earth at the
0: same time, don't you? But then you don't you look at like the Cretaceous period, the Jurassic period, and all the other periods of, that I don't understand. Well, I do. Under, I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do understand. and I, I think you know that. And, um, yeah, you just think, but they're like 60 million years apart. Even longer, hundreds of millions of years apart. T-Rex goes extinct, becomes fucking a barrel of oil in the ground. Meanwhile, the Stegosaurus is walking the earth. I don't, know, I can't remember which one came first, the chicken or the egg. And <laughs> um, that wasn't funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a funny gag. Um, yeah. You were. Do you want to go into Easter eggs in Disney movies? Do we need? Do you want to do that? Is that interesting? Should we talk about I like about it. That? Yeah, because I yeah. think this is more broad, is it? Yeah. So you mentioned earlier about Easter eggs and like people getting crazy with um, you know artists doing background stuff and. Um, a little subliminals yeah it? little subliminals and people then tie them together and have a bit of fun with it and it's kind of like a, it's a fun way for the, the filmmakers to have fun with the audience and they do it to see what the audience piece together themselves and people have come up with all these crazy scenarios like you watch Frozen and if you're, Disney, if you're into Disney then you've probably seen Frozen you've probably seen Tangled Tangled is about Rapunzel blonde hair at the end of the movie she cuts her hair off and it becomes short and brown she has like a short brown bob fast forward Frozen comes out and there's like a big ceremony at the beginning of the movie um who turns up at the ceremony in the background? you see the girl from tangled Rapunzel. she's there in the background, and that's because they say um Elsa's mum and dad, who died on a shipwreck, were going to where Rapunzel lives to her kingdom on like a diplomatic mission, and they died on the way there, so as a sign of respect, Rapunzel was sent to attend the funeral or whatever it was, the funeral or the the ceremony whatever they're going to. Coronation or whatever it is. And then people go into it even more and they go, oh, Elsa's mum and dad um, had a baby boy on the way there, which was Tarzan. Really? Yeah, it's it's, it's a theory. Um, they, they survived a shipwreck. They made it to land and they ended up having a baby and the baby was Tarzan.
1: Which yeah. his brother and sister
0: could be not further apart. One just flexes ice. Which is crazy and- because it can't be because... Frozen's based in Scandinavia and then they're going to wherever is Rapunzel comes from. It's got to be another European country, right? And where's Tarzan based? Presumably like Amazon or some type of... It's, somewhere, it's a jungle area, isn't it? It's got to be South America. So it can't be. Not a chance. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, it can't be Tarzan. Because, yeah, a leopard eats the parent, kills the parents, and then gorillas raise him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, got be. it's either Asia or it's South America. Not having it. You're full of shite. You're um, full of shite. But then they also say the the ship that is at the bottom of the ocean is the same ship that the Little Mermaid frolics around in. In the, the Little Mermaid. The mermaid. Yeah. It's well, all loose. Well. You know what I mean? It's all very sort of Tongue and cheat, you know, it's fun.
1: You've got the uh, well, you got the Toy Story ball in the Cheam Booze room in Monsters Inc. Yeah, it's everywhere that and it picks up yeah. ball.
0: Yeah, I've even it's in my office upstairs as well. Oh, well,
1: I uh, bought one for my goddaughter and I just think the dog plays with it now. I think he yeah, uh, doesn't appreciate it. Nope. And every time it's on the floor, I go, dogs play with it. it, goes, Nah, nah, they play with it all the time. Don't lie to me, mate. I know what I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All the time. To them, it's just a ball. It means nothing. I suppose it's the Pixar ball. It's the yellow one with the blue stripe and the red star in the middle. So, 10 kids, it means nothing. Yeah. Is Thanks is. for that. I hope he's listening. And uh, yeah. I'm on to you. I'm on to you. I'm on to you too now as well. That's two of us.
1: And we, and we both know which mate it is. Because I only buy stuff for one of my mate's kids. Yeah. No, he's got two. So, if anything, you should get my kid double because I've got to pay
0: double for it. Yeah, you've been shit off kids that. now. Me and Mug Rice take um, another wrestling legend passed away. Yeah. Today, was it? Today? You said? I say, yeah. He was before my era. Animal from the Legion of Doom. A spider on his forehead. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Like, the, the whole wrestling career thing. I think we spoke about this before. Um, you know, we're repeating ourselves because we say every single week. I think we spoke about this before. <laughs> <laughs> we're not
1: material quick. <laughs> we're, not material.
0: we're done. We're over. Um, so, you're a wrestler, right? You're in the prime of your life. Um, you're a young person. Um, you're performing week in, week out, one show a week. So, when he was at his peak, it was one live show a week. And then every other night in a week, you're pretty much doing house shows, which, are, you know, Shows that are off-camera. Pre-season warm-ups, kind of. Yeah, just between live shows because, you know, they can still sell tickets to arenas. They sell them for a bit cheaper than they would the TV version. But anyway, so the wrestling are in front of crowds most nights of the week. They're away from the families 300-plus days a year. Um, They're all drinking beer all the time. They're on steroids. They're in the gym, full of testosterone, full of beer, probably doing drugs too. Not saying all of them did, but from the stories I've heard, most of them were. So they're just having a great time, these guys. Absolutely in the prime. Women all over the place. Every time they go to Town, every single week. And then the age out. Wrestling, although it's, uh, you know, they, they call it fate. It's obviously not an actual combat sport, but it is very physically demanding. It takes a lot of skill and it's like so dangerous. It's very dangerous and it's demanding on your body. So what you call taking a bump, that's when a, we've done it before, uh, a wrestler goes from a standing position straight onto his back. So if you Clothesline a wrestler, boom, he goes onto the, onto the floor. That, although, you know, it doesn't really hurt. It, it does when you first do it, and it's quite shocking. But that, over and over, you probably, what, in a single match, might do that 30 times. If you do that every single night of the week. Practice as well. Yeah, practice as well. Um, As well as, you know, being twisted up and power slammed and thrown over the top of the ropes and stuff. You know, it takes its toll on you. So eventually you're going to get injured, and you're probably going to get injured at quite an early age. So you retire. Only so only a very few of them like make it out. Yeah, make it out or get into movies or, you know, do something after wrestling. But a lot of these guys just become depressed. You know, they're not really doing the steroids anymore, so the bodies go to shit. Um some of them might continue drug using, in which case they go down a Jade the Snake path where he became addicted to crack, you name it. Um, just doing cheapo fucking civic centre shows. Just fucking... Because I said there's a J. snake one as well, wasn't it? Where he turned up and he just couldn't he's function. He just couldn't do it. He was just fucking bumbling all over the ring, drunk. People wanted to see him do his famous DDT. He couldn't even pull it off. People demanding the money back. And then just, life just goes to shit. So it's just like this. It's like you're at the top of a mountain and all of a sudden you're fucking falling off the other side. It's a weird lifestyle. I mean, I'm sure Animal... I don't know. How did he die? I don't know, you know. I've just um, seen all the condolences. and not seen anything behind... Yeah. The reason and stuff. It's not a healthy lifestyle, is it? No. Like, at all. If you've got a family as well, your family must fucking hate it. Like you say, we spoke on where the steroid... Ooh, where the steroid take
1: the toll and obviously it sends them loopy the and... The steroids? Yeah. <laughs> you pronounce it steroid? Because <laughs> I was yawning at midday. <laughs> the mid-
0: steroid take the <laughs>
1: um, Yeah, it's obviously so you got the Chris Benoit's where the steroids take the toll and just go mad ones and... Murdered
0: a family. I know. Yeah. did you say Chris Benoit, like the fucking brain of like a fucking eighty-year-old man been with beat. Alzheimer's, like his brain was just fucked because his fucking his special moves are flying, but off the top rope, so he's from I don't know how high the on ropes. top of that, they're taking chair shots to the head, which you know probably hurt.
1: Didn't um, but get
0: used to it. Was it Triple
1: <laughs> H? Didn't you have like a flipping baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire or something as well?
0: As one he had a one of his weapons. Sled a sledgehammer. Yeah. Someone had had something wrapped
1: in barbed wire. It's like running a weapons.
0: But it's like they have this like dedication to like continue the match. So Triple H like tore his hamstring mid match and still finished it. He got put in the walls of Jericho, which is a move which is fucking basically grab your legs and twist them around and bend your back in half. Like he took he took that with a twisted hamstring, I was screaming to... And still like the show goes on. The Hell in a Cell match. The famous Hell in a Cell match, Undertaker versus Mankind. Mankind got through off the top, straight through a table, JR commentating like
1: Oh my God, he's killed him. He's killed his kids. His kids were on that
0: show. But when you listen back and JR's screaming, oh my God, he's killed him. JR says, I wasn't in character. I was actually like, I thought he was dead. I thought I was looking at a dead man lay on the floor. And then he picks him up and his fucking tooth's gone through his lip and shit. He put him on the gurney and then Mankind's just saying to the Undertaker, now we're carrying on. He gets off. Undertaker jumps straight into character again, start fighting. He goes through the top of the cell, straight into the ring again. how, How many foot is it? hell in a cell Uh, talking 30 four feet 20-30 feet off the ground yeah Yeah. so first time he goes off the edge through a table the second time he goes through the middle of it into the ring which breaks the ring which wasn't rigged at the time to break like on demand it didn't have like soft stuff in the middle it just actually broke the ring Um, he got fucking chokeslammed onto a bed of drawing pins he was just dedicated
1: to his craft, honestly. He must dedicated. He must wake up in the mornings and flipping
0: agony. Yeah, yeah he is. He's fucked. But his hair got ripped off in one match. He was wrestling a guy called Vader. And. Um, the one who died reasonably recently
1: as well, ain't he, Vader,
0: I think. Has it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. So they were doing this thing where they get twisted up in the ropes. You know, you twist the ropes around. So, but his hair got caught in the rope. And these ropes are just wire. So his hair got caught in it. And it like it kind of like pulled a bit of his ear off. And then during the match, Vader punched him in the side of the head and punched his ear clean off his head. His head flies it. off. The guy won aim it. Mate. <laughs> you punch him on the head, you rip the hair off. Yeah. I mean I think it was already halfway there because of the the old the ropes. Rope, the old rope are dope. Yeah. Some people say he's fake.
1: Yes, the results are rigged, but the hazards are still very... Uh... Well, that's
0: the only thing that's fake, isn't it? It's like the result. Like It's, it's a predetermined competition. So you're going to go out tonight. um, You're going to win. And the hour that the match lasts, are there 30 minutes or 20 minutes? is up to you. And then the two wrestlers decide amongst themselves, right, okay. They either meet up before it and they work it out. It's like move for move. Because obviously like, the reason why wrestlers have long hair traditionally is because they can use it to cover the mouth up while they're talking to one another. Like, okay, I'm going to get you in a clothesline and then I'm going to transition into this and I'm going to whip you in the corner and then they'll just take it from there. Some wrestlers can just, just do it without even like Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat. They could do a full hour-long match without even talking. Just because it's just freestyle. It, just freestyle. Oh, it, freestyle like, it. Yeah, yeah, literally. They just they just flow together perfectly. Some wrestlers can do that. Um, Bret Hart, who was just known as like one of the all-time greats because of how good he could like, orchestrate a match, he was wrestling uh, the British Bulldog in England. It's when the British Bulldog won the Intercontinental Championship, the first time a title had ever been won overseas. And um, the British Bulldog, his life had gone to shit at that point. He was having troubles with like, his misses. He turned up drunk. They'd practiced a match, but he forgot it. And he just basically said to Bret Hart, I forgot the match. I don't know what I'm going to do. Bret Hart just went, leave it to me. They go out and Bret Hart's calling every single move. Okay, do this, do this now, do this. Okay, here we go. Okay, now we're gonna we're gonna set up to a to the finish now. Next five minutes, like cause in these matches, it's always like the winner is usually looking like they're about to get beat, and then they do something triumphant and win the match. Anyway, Bret Hart loses the match. British Bulldog wins, wins the title, and after that, British Bulldog was just like, if it wouldn't have been for Bret Hart, it would have been a shit. It would have yeah, it would have gone shit. It would have been a nightmare. The match.
1: His brother also died. Um. In practice, didn't it Entering yeah. the ring?
0: Um, oh, we
1: Yeah, wasn't like a big harness from the turnstile to the ring, and then like snap or something? Yeah,
0: it snapped. to just plummeted to his death. Mm. Crazy, isn't it? Horrible death. Obviously, any death's horrible, but at least that's what I'm
1: just where You're not expecting it. You're not anticipating it. No, everything's normal, and boom, you're just gone. Rather than
0: being a slow, painful, drawn-out thing, or you know, what's mad? Like they say, like I don't know what true are saying. They say, when you die. You can still hear shit for a little bit afterwards. Mm. And like, I was in bed, you know, you're in bed, you just overthink everything. I was in bed and I was like, wow, you could be dead, and for 30 seconds after being you could know you're dead. And people around you could be talking shit like you're in you're in the hospital. You're dead down. Oh, it's Andrew. Yeah, he's dead. Oh well, never mind. Should go get a broom. That's like the last thing you hear. I <laughs> actually
1: um that's why you say that? Because I seen a picture of a an old school serial killer the other day. Um, Old school serial killer wearing his Adidas like... <laughs> and he—no, but he, I can't remember what year it was. But it was been a guillotine was still about, and um, he was getting guillotined, and he asked for his last words, and he like his last words was literally, "Is it true that you can hear after you die? Because I want to hear my blood like gushing, really? from we yeah, obviously from his neck. Um, that's well, just a weird little coincidence. Thought so he like put his ear to his, no, he was just opened that. When his head was on the floor, he could still get a blood squirting from his neck. And you'll never know if he did, on not it? Nope. And neither will know. No.
0: But, yeah, this a bit of a coinky dink. Crazy. The old human body. So much we don't understand. Like, it's crazy when you think about it. Like, you've lived with your body your entire life. No, I, I keep hitting the thing as well. You've lived with your body your entire life, and we just we don't understand it at all. It's almost like we our consciousness which is inside our brain like our, our, what we are like we look at our hands and you go, okay i could cut my hand off and still be me i could cut my arm off and still be i could cut both arms and legs off and still be me how far can i go until i stop being me vital organs mm. you know your, your heart your lungs liver all that sort of stuff that's all you need really everything that your body is is basically just stuff that your brain decided you needed through hundreds of million years of evolution right you are a brain that is trapped inside like a suit of armor almost like that's all we are like we're only our brain like our eyes our nose our teeth our ears that's not really us that's just stuff that's attached to us And you think about like we are just like a little brain a little intelligent fucking thing inside a skull and everything else is just like equipment that's that's just the control panel in it and that's it that's the cpu that's the that's the middle of it all everything else can be replaced your brain is the only thing that can't be replaced that makes you less than you already are you know what i mean
1: and it's might as well because you think like as humans everyone will just have the same body same amount of bones same everything everyone's got, it, whereas people got yeah whereas the sharks one day and the other night um an operation on their ankle and why it was is because they said this random extra bone in one ankle and that was just lodged like he, he did something one day and it got lodged within his foot and it was just causing him magnet and he had to get it like surgically removed Crazy. but it's like how why in evolution if like his parents and his grandparents and all that have not got his bone like where has this come from well, it's like
0: it's just like a mutation almost I guess then, isn't mm-hmm. it like like I was thinking again one of those gets to a certain time and I start like thinking about stupid shit Stupid shit. Um I was like, why do we even have consciousness? Like why do we need to be conscious? What is it about our, our brain that gives us con like why do we need to be aware of the world around us? And then I was thinking, it's probably so that we can be scared of stuff because evolution is about fear, isn't it? Yeah. Like without fear, you're probably just gonna die because you're not scared of dangerous shit and you're supposed to be scared of dangerous shit. That's why idiots who so fucking swing around the edges of fucking buildings and jump from ledge to ledge and fall and die. Like you need to be scared of that and you should be scared of that. That's yeah, just a warning signal. Yeah, it's just like, like okay, if, if this you, could be, a... if you weren't scared of wild bears and you are going to go, oh, it's, it's fucking bears, So you know, hey, how's it going, bear? And then the bear goes, and fucking claws your face off, kills you. Trying to protect its young and you're lay like, dead because you weren't scared of bears. The guy that was scared of bears that ran away from it is going to go away, have kids who are also going to grow up to be scared <laughs> of bears and create a long line of healthy humans who are scared of bears. And that's like a weird example, but it's like, you're supposed to be scared of shit. Like, you know why you see faces when you look in the clouds? Mm. Because your brain is telling you, like, to see that face. Potential. Yeah, because ancient humans, you could look in a bush and if you see a wolf's face there, if it wasn't there, fine. You know, you'd rather see the face that isn't there than not see the face that is. And your brain is constantly telling you to look out for this shit and you're constantly looking out for, like, danger signals. and Your brain's constantly, like, trying to meet you. And I think that's where consciousness comes from. Did you
1: see the two Australian guys that was doing work in the in the river, like yeah. murky watery kind of river? And this guy's filming, is like, yeah, mate. So we, you know we're doing this and we're doing that. And he's like filming him and his mate tying oh. logs up and stuff. And this crocodile goes, we've got a little mate here. We've got a little friend here who's like, and he's just literally got his his hand on his nose. He's like, shoo, shoo. And he's like filming himself going shoo, shoo, and he's like trying to push his crocodile away. So like obviously the crocodile must have been hungry because it would have just snapped his hand off if it really wanted to. And then it goes up to his mate. And his mate's like, "Oh, come on, I'll do one." He's like pushing it away. So obviously, it must have been like curious. and He's like just, looking at his yeah, territory. It didn't. But fit. these two guys was just like, "Now nah, we need to get this work
0: done." Like these was determined to be on the job. Fucking hell! And that, my friend, is the sound of the grass being cut across the road. So we're gonna take a quick break and then come right back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So that's the second time this show has been well and truly disturbed by the 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 life outside the window we had a fucker knocking on the door delivering a parcel the 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 downfalls of recording in your own house ladies and gentlemen
1: although that was inevitable anyway because inevitable
0: during the break you never did my friend.
1: um someone else knocked on for another parcel they did so either way it was gonna to have to get stopped in some capacity
0: yeah Yep, yep, yep. But my friend, this show must go on. What we were talking about—alligators or something? We we're talking about alligators. The guys, the Australians with the the alligators.
1: Yeah, we were talking about I animals think, in general. I think, I think we
0: finished. You we finished, finished that. that? Yeah. Um, I'm talking about evolution, dangerous animals. Dangerous animals. I like was talking about people being scared as shit.
1: Oh, we just sorry to cut you off, but there's a woman that we saw as well in the video with the orcas in the sea.
0: And oh, yeah, jazz. right. I I would be scared of me because like they say, so in captivity. Orca whales have killed humans. If you've watched a Blackfish documentary, you probably know this already. If you've not seen it, then you should watch it because it's a, it's a very interesting educational piece and get the tissues ready. Very eye-opening because it's, you know, it's cruelty to animals which are probably second to humans and dolphins in terms of intelligence, right? Not all humans. Most humans are idiots. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Um, a lot of humans are idiots. There are some. There are some dickheads out there. Some thick idiots. thick grass on a ones. Wednesday. When especially when I uh I said across the road. It wasn't. It was directly outside the house. The guy fired up his lawnmower <laughs> outside the window. No warning. Um, yeah, a lot of idiots. About I don't know where I'm going with this. Orcas, orca whales, blackfish, blackfish. Yeah. Um, it's you know it goes into how orca whales get. Plucked up from the sea, they usually target babies, and they take them away from the mum. And the mums, they mourn just like humans mourn. Um, they don't really get over it. It's not like, uh, I don't know, the name of a fucking badger wouldn't give a shit that, because I don't know I'm fucking. Pan- you you no. get birds, don't you? Know, a bird, yeah. If you them? shot a baby bird, the mum well, will be like gutted for a while, but it'll get on with its life almost instantly. Um, orca whales, no, they don't they mourn and they suffer from depression like humans do. And it shows the um, the knock-on effects this sort of thing has on a whale called Tilikum, which um, which was SeaWorld's big attraction. It's a huge orca whale, big bull, um, bigger than your average. And as well as doing tricks in the water, there was also selling its sperm to other aquariums and sea centers and all sorts of parks. All over the world, they're making millions. It was like an absolute racket. But his equipment, so he got plucked out of sea as a baby, as a calf, he went to Canada and he was in this, it was like, it, was, it wasn't It was tanks. It was like a, a netted off area of the sea. So he was still in the sea, but it was a very small portion. That was kind of like, so he couldn't get out. And overnight they were kept in almost like lockers. So they would go through a gate and then there would be, I don't know, the equivalent to a human sized bed. You know mm, like a, yeah. what, what a bed is to a human. So just enough portion size. Yeah, bit of room on the left, bit of room on the right, front and back, basically floating there all night, lights off, just kept there overnight. Sometimes it'd be with two females. Females are typically not nice to males in the wild. Um, the males tend to stay on the outside of the, of the pod, and the females kind of make up the middle, they raise the kids, they teach the kids, and the males are sort of like on protection on the outside. And because they were right in there, the, the females are like absolute like bastards to him. And they would rake him, which is like, you know, you're scraping the teeth up and down you. And they would like come out and, and it, it'd be a mess. It's, and then he got sold to SeaWorld and much of the same thing happened. He was kept with females all the time. Um, there was this home footage of people's cameras where, you know, they do the tricks where they come up to the side of the pool and the raise the tail, he'd come up to the side of the pool and the, the water would be red because he'd be bleeding. Um, so yeah, he killed a couple of trainers at SeaWorld. Um, which they chalked down to like psychosis, serious mental damage. A couple of the other whales almost killed trainers. Um, one of them dragged a, a trainer down to the depths by its foot and sort of like let him go almost like it was toying with him. <clears throat> and these are these are things that just don't happen in the wild. And um this woman that you're talking about in this video, she's swimming. Um like uh, she looks like she's doing some sort of like marathon swimming. Is it called marathon swimming? You swim Like a triathlon kind of. Yeah, she looks like she's training something, but she's swimming, but she's like, She not even, she's not even change Like she's swimming. These like orcas oh, come over, all curious, like just not sniffing around, but you know, they're just like checking her out. There's a little calf with them, the calf's checking her out. And then the big female comes over and sort of not bites her, but like, you know, puts her, like, just wants to feel her skin with, so it kind of like puts her mouth around. Thought, and then then that's it. And she she's not phased by it. She's not scared. It's almost like maybe the local, maybe they're always in the water. You know what I mean? Um, I'd be scared though. I mean, I suppose like you said, and done,
1: but it's not much else you could do. You can't exactly stop and start treading water and then be in a panic.
0: No, like yeah, she for all me, you know she could have been panicking, but she dealt with it really well. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I know, I mean, the predators, aren't they? Like they're just very efficient predators probably the smartest predators on planet earth um and like talking about the, the re- uh, sorry the tool. reason why i've looked i've looked into it as to why there i no incidents in the wild why I don't oh, it's not because they love humans why would they love humans they have no reason to love us we pollute the water we we, we, leave, we leave less fish for them in the water uh, a lot of run-ins with them are terrible yeah, plucking them out of the water. Like, why would they have no reason to love us? All I can think of, and based on what I've researched, is they look at us and they just don't want to eat us because we don't look like a good meal to them. We're very skinny compared to seals, what they normally eat. We're very sort of skinny and, you know, bone flesh. And if they chewed, if they started chewing into us, they probably would expect um, splinters and, you know, stabbing them in the gums, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, that, that's why I kind of piece together. Not because. Orca whales love us. We like to think that humans, don't we? Oh, they love us. These animals love us. they great. Dolphins love humans. Dolphins always save humans who've lost at sea. No, they don't. They're actually more recorded incidents of dolphins hurting humans than saving them. <laughs> it's a nice story, in not it? Dolphin sweeps under, you know, saves a human, takes them to land.
1: See, that's another one where I've heard that before and I've heard you say that. And I thought, I could say that, but there's
0: no point. It's not going to prove anything. It's not yeah. going to... Well, no, if, it so, if someone says it's here and they're enjoying it, they go, oh, I like an old lady. No, no, like you, would definitely, like, you would definitely correct him. No, if me, no, no, I don't think I'd do yeah. If someone I didn't really like very much, I'd shoot him down.
1: <laughs> okay, well, even if you even if he's kind of on mutual grounds, you know, you don't dislike yeah. you don't like him. You yeah. would, especially if you had an audience, you not know, like that, you. So if you've got an audience, you'll pipe up, you'll show off a little that's bit. That's true. I will do I um, do, yeah. Uh,
0: it's true, that's me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's like the, the, the whale from... Um, free willy as well when that got freed. Yeah. Didn't know how to, and was it was was it not swimming up to um like bolts?
0: Yeah. Off, begging um, within Norway was it, it, not it Norway did, it, didn't to, it didn't know how to hunt. It's begging food it's doing tricks and stuff, yeah. Yeah. And so going back to Telecom actually, so there's a famous store, one of the trainers, it was a midnight, not a midnight show it was like a dinner show in a private pool for the whale. Um and you know dinner guests are sat around it and it was like dying with Shamu. <laughs> Um and at this at this dinner, Tilikum, um grabbed the trainer's arm, pulled her under, and yeah, just fucking consumed her, ripped her to pieces. Um, which is obviously a terrible way to go. But Sea World blamed the trainer, said she did something that was unexpected. She the way her hair was, you know, they didn't they wanted to blame anything but the whale because they didn't want it to get out that the whales were in terrible conditions. Even the way they talked to guests at the park, they, they like to tell you that orcas only live for thirty years or so. When they don't, they can live upwards to. And it had this something wrong with its fin that its fin not bend. Well, orcas do that when they're in captivity. The orcas, the the fins bend over. Yeah. And they never. And go And they back. tried to say it's something from the wild. Didn't yeah. That's it, been brought rather than. Yeah. Even though there are no whales in the wild with that bent over fin, and uh, yeah, so what it was is I think. Um, I think he was a trouble he was troubled anyway he um obviously he was just he was fucked and I think she had him do a trick and he did the trick he did a separate trick and he was expecting to get fed but he didn't perform the right behavior so he didn't get a fish which was obviously obviously pissed him off because he, he did something he's like why not I'm being fed now and that frustrated him and he fucking at her instead.
1: But a lot, of, like in in the Blackfish documentary as well, a lot of the um, a lot of the trainers actually say like they hated the, the time there because of how bad the whales was treated, but to them they only kept working there because like they you felt like they could make the whales' life a little bit better. Yeah, I mean. like when they was on, yeah, when they was yeah. there with the whale, they improved. I mean, obviously, it's, the whales not going to really notice that much difference, I suppose. But I suppose if they
0: treated, but, I mean, they, kind uh, they feel... are intelligent enough to recognize love from. Hey, and they did respond to like the majority of the trainers they did respond to very well. Um, I suppose they would have to, wouldn't they? Like, I don't think they'd do half of what they do to just a stranger or someone they disliked. Yeah, it's an amazing job, but I couldn't do that. Man, that's scary. That shit. Yeah, serious. Like you're completely at the mercy of that creature. I mean, I know like all you, the
1: training you want is not going to protect you from nature doing its doing the story its thing. Of,
0: um, In What's the Aqua, there was a, there's a park in Spain somewhere, Portugal, um, Aqualand or something, and they bought a whale from SeaWorld, and there was a guy who got killed by the whale, and mate, the guy applied for the job with zero experience, and he just got the job, just got the job, just got the job, mate, it's like me and you walking up, and go, yeah, can I be a whale, like, can I be a whale trainer, oh sweet, oh, have you done that fa- in the past, oh, mate, I just fucking work at a butty van over there, Sam, mate, you're perfect for the job, jump in. Starts swimming around with the whales, having a good time, loving it. I don't know how you'd learn how to train a whale. <laughs> like, yeah, how do you go say. from never training a whale to getting into backflips with an audience? But that guy got fucking consumed, mate. Got killed. I've seen one as well once where
1: the um the the the, the whales playing with the trainer, or whatever, and they managed to get the pole. You know what like they used to sort of obviously got the the trainer out and got her on the side, and she's like in a state of shock. Next thing, the whale jumps onto the side. Grabs by the foot, flips back, back in. in. Yeah, because obviously it can do the what's it called, the yeah, um, like beach. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, obviously tips it back in and started playing again. It's crazy.
0: Isn't it? Is that guy who's on Joe Rogan. He was um, he worked in one of these sea life centers, and it was like a was it a walrus. Basically, this walrus recognized him as its parent because he was there the day it was born and stuff, and he brought it up for years, and it recognized just recognized him as a parent and relied completely on him. And then this guy was like trying to get it freed because like it's still not too late to have it freed. Like we can still, um, we we can nurture st- it. Yeah, kind we of. can still nurture it. Yeah, we can like we can ease it into the wild. And um, he ended up losing his job, um, and to this day he's like still petitioning to get it freed. Um, I don't think he eats properly because it's still it's like it, more p- for it more. pines for it like, pines for his for his what he sees as his mum, which is his guy. Mate, marine animals like you think about it. Like, they say it's like modern day slavery. The fact that they're even. In captivity,
1: it is. Yeah, like, I, I don't think i I mean, seeing that, but I still go to the zoo and stuff. So weird no a zoo, isn't the weird one is, it? Because
0: zoos, like... So say you go to Blackpool Zoo or Chester Zoo. It's not to say that that tiger that you're looking at was plucked from the wild and brought there. Like the other one. Oh, I want a tiger. They usually traded all over the world and um, America now, where there's more tigers kept as pets than there are in the wild anywhere else in the world. You know, they outgrow their habitat and people don't want them anymore. So, you know, there are zoos all over the world that will take them if they need a tiger. Mm. But more often than not, they end up getting euthanized because there are too many of them. Um, so a lot of animals probably end up in zoos like that that can't really go anywhere else. But if there were no zoos, there would be less animals in captivity. But does that mean that there would be more animals in the wild? Probably not.
1: A lot of them would probably just get killed as well when he, arrived and traded.
0: Tr- it's like trophy hunting. You know, trophy hunting has brought animals back from the brink of extinction, but at what cost?
1: Which is still legal in this um, restrictive period of COVID. You can still go hunting with your lads. Yeah. Can't have them in your garden for a beer, but you can go shoot you fuck out some ducks through. and geese.
0: In England as well, kind of. mm-hmm. It's Crazy, isn't it? So
1: Boris is looking out for his boys, one of them um, posh kind of yeah. upper
0: class sports. It's crazy, Remember when fox hunting was legal? Yeah. I remember seeing those guys. You're um, still not too far from here. Like, there would be a fox hunt on. And you see fucking fully grown men turn up with the fucking the red blazers on, the white leggings. Fucking grey, not grey, bloodhounds. Yeah. All ready to hunt foxes. Like, what is fucking wrong with you people? Oh, serious. And that's just, like, their fun. But then they justify it. go, oh, foxes are terrible creatures. They're very sly and they kill for fun. So yeah. are you? Yeah, no, You know who else kills for fun? You. Like, unless you're going to eat the animal, I don't agree with fucking killing it. I don't know where I stand with... I don't don't agree with trophy hunting at all. Sport hunting, ridiculous. But if you lived in a scenario where you actually ate the animal, so if I went out and I shot a cow, a cow. If I'm in the wild and I'm living off the land for a few months and there's a fucking elk and you kill it and you cut it up, you use its horns and, and its fur, you make a nice little jacket out of its fur, you eat every piece of it to survive for that amount of time. That's fine because only one animal has died so you can live for months. And you and you always and they always target animals that are kind of end of life as well. It's never sort of like a baby or a, a female that still can give birth to more. They usually look for males. Old males. Sexist. Who are probably going to die. Going to die <laughs> at some time in the near future. And you know, if you die in nature, it's not like it's not like in the films, where they just lie there and the animals go, oh, and then they die. It's usually they've been caught. Because they've slowed down, so a predator's caught up to them. Oh, sickness. Start to death. Go Can't on. eat anymore. So it makes you question really, do not <laughs> it? I mean, it's easy to jump up and go, I have an opinion about this. No shoot, because shooting animals sounds bad. I don't want you to shoot animals. I'm against you shooting animals. And then you go into the details. But I'm going to enjoy his chicken butter. I'm going to enjoy his chicken butter, which is made up of about 200 separate chickens from all over the world. But also the chemicals out of fed them. So I don't eat KFC, man. Oh, God, I was get You like KFC, don't you?
1: Well, I only, only really at, like. at and I have it like once a year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I it's just I made such a fuss over not eating anymore. I'm like, I'm not eating this shit anymore. I kind of feel it's like I can't, I can't go back. Even though Nando's chicken probably comes from the same places.
1: Yep, see? So you keep your fucking own shut and just uh,
0: eat some some nice food. Yeah. Don't <laughs> know yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna cough, hold on. <coughs> oh man, I held that in the entire show. Not the entire show, we had two breaks, I coughed during them. I'm held in 16 that. minutes. Okay, okay, okay. Alright, alright, alright. Who's that? All right, alright. No, well, alright, alright. Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah. Well alright, alright. Yeah. We're doing all right. You know, February started recording the show. Mm-hmm. We've not skipped a single week. Nope. Uh, a show every week plus a couple of weeks there now. We've done one than on one episode. Cheeky double. Cheeky Dublay. Michael Dublay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. What's going on in the World of You? World of Me. Back in university.
1: Just waiting for art to kick off proper. Yeah, same. was mm-hmm. the last time I asked you that question, really. Halloween season.
0: Halloween season. October is next week. Yes. Junkland Halloween episodes coming up. What uh, date's Halloween? Uh the thirty first. Same as last year. Thirty first. Thirty first of October. Yeah. So we've got a full month of spook. I was just about content. to say I
1: didn't think we he was gonna do it this week, I was gonna say I'm gonna put a you go
0: at some point of the of the first week episode. Yeah, we did that where we did the Junkland spectacular. And I did the you know, good reference and Yeah. Did we do two spooktaculars or just one?
1: I want to say one, one, maybe. I'd say it would be good. I don't know.
0: If you out there listening to this, you have any scary stories? If you've ever seen a ghost, if you've ever um, yeah. been involved in a scary scenario, maybe um, I don't know. Maybe I want to say any anything other than that is a bit serious. Not like in the films, murder or stalkers sounds spooky, but when you're actually just asking a person, if you know anyone who's been murdered, let us know. that's <laughs> terrible, isn't it? You don't want to really talk about that. Or have you ever been stalked before? Probably don't want to share that information either. But if you've got a spooky story, do let us know. We'll read it out. Uh, not word for word. Well, let's try and get Bill in as well. He's always got some good stories. Ooh, Bill. The famous Billy. The famous Billy. Uh, Christmas, not too far on the corner there. Oh, no. A couple of corners. Christmas is coming up. I came up with the idea that I told you about today. We're going to do the Junkland family Christmas. Yeah. Get some family members in there. Uh, Rile it up. Rile it up. Talk about some Christmases. And uh, yeah, we're going to do all that sort of stuff. We're getting into the business end of the year now. And then because February will be the year, the first year anniversary of the podcast, we should probably step it up a gear really, shouldn't we?
1: Yeah. We're We're doing all
0: right in first gear. We're doing all right in first. Pull it down to second. Pull it down to second. Um, do some more video content. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Long term goal for the show, we need a studio where we can go get guests in. Because beyond it, the, the reason why we don't have guests in a lot is because you know we're just recording in the house. And I like I like our guests, but I want have you in my house. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Your house is your house. I'm a private man. I'm a private man. I don't. I don't like too many people. I don't like the idea of strangers in me. in other fine. words,
1: it's a nerd who don't want to know his uh, real life activities. Activities.
0: Yeah. Strange activities. Strange activities. <laughs> yeah. I'm into um, bondage. Bondage. Gags. James Bondage.
1: <laughs> uh. Gags. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Coming to my house every time, practicing one liners. Hey, so anyway, guy walks down the street, right? Have you seen a? Uh, you
1: know, have you seen the James Bond Viagra? No. It doesn't make you James Bond, but it makes you Roger Moore.
0: <laughs> it's good that. Thank you. Um. No. Can't think of any. It. It does make you Roger Moore. Oh, cr- clicking your fingers, you got quite a lot, don't you? I do. I was editing a fo- I was editing an episode last week but, and thought, Andy was enough i his knuckles quite a lot. <laughs> it's a bit annoying enough for being honest. Um. Yeah. I think we're dragging it out now, should we call it a day? Yeah. Yeah? Roll it up nice little package for some bubble boss like so the grass yeah alright cool well no, thank what... you for making it to the end of the podcast we're sorry that we had to stop twice on behalf of um, I'm bringing attention to it I might be able to edit it it's so good that you don't even know that we stopped twice um, if you made it this far we stopped twice and you might have noticed you might not have noticed either way I don't know why we can't why can't we wrap this up why are we still talking why am I still talking I don't know I think it all goes back to when I was five <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Junkland podcast. We've been Sean and Antner. You've been whoever you are. And until next time, peace. peace.